of replenishment. Everybody say replenishment. replenishment. Right. And throughout this month in part to succeed, we are going to be looking at anointing for replenishment. Anointing for replenishment. To replenish is actually to fill. Is to fill with freshness. Is to restore back to the original state. Restore back to the original state. That's what replenishment is all about. When I say may the Lord replenish you, what I'm saying is that whatever that has exhausted you, notwithstanding, the Lord is refilling you back, back to the fullness that it's as if you are still ever fresh. And this morning, very quickly, before we leave, we are going to be looking at the move of the Spirit for replenishment. The move of the Spirit for replenishment. I'd like us to understand that there are wilderness, wastelands, and deserts. They are not just real in the physical, they are real in the spiritual. As you have wastelands, how many of us have seen wastelands before? Land that cannot be cultivated. Land that have been abandoned. Useful for nothing. They are wastelands. You have seen wilderness. You have seen deserts. But these are things that some people's lives, some believers' lives even represent. And God recognizes that there are lives that looks like wilderness. There are lives that looks like wastelands. There are lives that actually look like deserts. He has planned for such lives. It is not the plan of God for us to have a life that looks like a wilderness. Nobody wants to live in the wilderness. Nobody wants to actually associate with wilderness. So you realize that God has a plan for our lives to be replenished. He wants us to actually be filled with his freshness. In Genesis chapter 1, which is going to be our focus for this morning, verse 1 to 3. Genesis chapter 1, verse 1 to 3. Anytime God wants to release anointing, because one of the things I've seen, the anointing of the Holy Spirit perform, you can't be anointed and be frustrated. You cannot be anointed and be limited. You cannot be anointed. Anointing is God set up for our lives to be lived in the energy of God. Any life that God is about to use, about to help, about to transform, about to replenish. He anoints. Any life God is about to transform, he anoints. That's why David said, before I bring you back here in Psalm 23 verse 5, he said, you prepare a table 
before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head. You replenish me. And what is the outcome? My cup runs over. I was replenished by your anointing. And then in Genesis chapter 1, verse 1 to 3, we saw how God confronted wilderness, how God confronted desert, how God confronted chaos. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void, and darkness was on the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering, hovering. The word hovering there is moving. The Spirit of God moved over the face of the waters. Then God said, let there be light. Let there be replenishment. And there was replenishment. Now, the first mention of the Holy Spirit about his function in the Bible was by his move. One of the things every believer must believe God for is the move of the Spirit. As a matter of fact, that's what I want you to cry about this morning. He must move over your life. That was the first mention. And I was interested in that. I always get interested in first mention. First mention of the Holy Spirit in the Bible about his function by his operation was a move. So the use or the engagement of the Holy Spirit by the Father was an engagement of the move of the Spirit. And whatever works for the Father will work for you. So he allowed the Holy Spirit to move. In other words, anointing for replenishment is a product of the move of the Spirit. No matter how terrible a situation is, no matter how terrible a life is, no matter how terrible a circumstance is, if the Holy Spirit can move, there will be a change. There will be a replenishment. Many of us here, all that we need is to get to a point where we see him move. It's not that you don't have him. Some of us who have him are already baptized. You already have him. But what is his position in your life? I don't want the Holy Spirit that will just sit in my life. I want the Holy Spirit that is going to move. Are you together with me? This is important. So the move of the Spirit is what releases replenishment. Holy Spirit is in movement. I'd like you to write that down. Holy Spirit is in movement. Holy Spirit is in movement. It's a moving spirit. It's not a static spirit. It's not a dormant spirit. 
He makes things happen. Movement means like it is what leads to momentum. It is what creates. You see, everything remains on the same spot until a force is applied to it. So you realize that Holy Spirit is that force that makes things to begin to happen. It's a moving spirit. It's a moving spirit. So the Bible says it moves. So number one thing you must know about the movement of the Holy Spirit is that it can move upon. It can move upon. It can move upon. You can say, Lord, let the Holy Spirit move upon my marriage. Let the Holy Spirit move upon my health. Anything that you know is against, is antichrist in your life. Ask for the move of the Spirit upon it. You can ask him to move upon your home. You can ask him to move upon your place of work. He moves upon the face of the deep. So he can move upon something. Number two thing you must know about the movement of the Holy Spirit is that he moves a person. He can move you, not just move upon you. He can move you. In Judges chapter 13 and verse 25, Judges 13, 25, Samson was just a man who came at the time of the Old Testament. But when we looked at his life, he was a man who was used powerfully by God. In Judges 13, Judges 13, 25, I'd like you to see, I'd like you to see, he was a man moved by the Holy Spirit. Look at what the Bible says about him. And the Spirit of the Lord began to move him. This week, the Holy Spirit will move you into where God wants you to be. Amen. The Holy Spirit will move you into the arena of power. Amen. The Holy Spirit will move you into the will of the Father. Amen. The Holy Spirit will move you into peace. The Holy Spirit will move you into solution. The Holy Spirit will move you into joy. Somebody somewhere is always moved by a particular spirit. You don't just take steps. You don't just do things. When Judas Iscariot was to be destroyed, the spirit of Satan moved him. You can be moved to your place of transformation by the Holy Spirit. You can be moved to your center of favor. You can be moved. Sometimes when it looks as if I don't know what to do, I just ask the Holy Spirit, just move my steps into where you want me to go. What you want me to do. I have discovered so many things, some few things that are even so valuable to me personally. Certain changes I've ever seen in my life came by the Holy Spirit moving me to meet the right people. He can move the right people to meet you. He can move you to meet the right people. At the right time, he can move you to be at the right place. Lift your two hands onto heaven before we begin to pray. Beginning from now, this very week, 
as you are living here under this auction of the Holy Spirit, may the Holy Spirit begin to move you. I don't care even if you don't want to be moved. May his force overpower you. May his force overpower your flesh. May his force overpower your reluctance. May his force overpower your lingering. May he move you into the place of prayer. May he move you into the place of fasting. May he move you into a center of consecration. May he move you into dedication. May he move you into obedience. Until he begins to move you, nothing will begin to move well in your life. Until he begins to move you, he must move you to your center of transformation. Jesus was a, a just quiet man who lived naturally like every other person for the first 30 years of his life. But when the Holy Spirit came in his anointing, the first thing we saw was a movement. He moved him into the wilderness where he was going to engage him and prepare him for his destiny. Until it begins to move you, nothing will move well. So you must understand the moving power of the Holy Spirit. Mark chapter 1 and verse 12. Mark chapter 1 verse 12. The Bible uses a word for Jesus and he driveth him. He driveth him. He driveth him. That is moved him. He moved him. May he begin to move you. In the name of Jesus. Glory be to the name of the Father. Glory be to the name of the Father. As I release us to pray now before we take the anointing and leave. You know something? He can move you into whatever God has ordained for you. In Ezekiel chapter 37, he moved Ezekiel into the midst of impossibility and turned impossibility to possibility. When it's the one moving you, don't bother where it's moving you to. Don't bother how that place looks like. Don't bother what that situation looks like. When it's the, just be ensured it's the Holy Spirit moving me. When it's the one moving you, it's the one who takes care of that situation. When he moved Ezekiel into the midst of the dry bones, the Bible says they were very dry. It was an impossible situation. But at that time, he brought replenishment. He releases his anointing wherever he moves. He releases his anointing wherever he moves. If this is what you are going to take out of here today, your greatest need is to be under the move of the Holy Spirit. Don't be a flesh person. Don't be a person who is moved by emotion. Emotion. Who is moved by feelings. Who is just moved by your thinking. Should I do? No! That's why your day must always be started with him. Every step, he must move you. Many times, he will be moving you into what is against your thinking. Your thinking. But let him move you. He knows what is right. The only thing that can launch you, many of us, we have always been moved into what has been frustrating us. But when the Holy Spirit begins to move you, everything will get replenished.
everything will get replenished. Now, take note of this. When he moves you, he moves to release his power. Anytime he moves, there will be a release. Anytime he moves, there will be reviving. You know what happened in that Genesis chapter 1 verse 1 to 3? Anytime he moves, there will be restoration. In Ezekiel 37, all those things that were dry skeleton, they came back, they became mighty army. He cannot move and let situation remain the same. When he moves, he moves to remove. He doesn't just restore. He will remove what ought not to be there. In John chapter 11, when he got to the tomb of Lazarus, a man has entered into the decaying process. But when the Holy Spirit moved, he removed decay. He removed what is obstructing. He will move to remove. And this morning as you rise to pray, there are certain things that must be removed in your life for you to be replenished. As you pray now, he will remove them. Amen. Can your amen be louder than that? Amen. I have experienced him by asking him, Holy Spirit, this thing is a burden in my life. Remove it. And when he moves, he removes. When he moves, he removes. And when he moves, he repositions. In Ezekiel 37, as he moved into the dry bones, they were very dry, skeletons. But at the end of the move of the spirit, great army, exceeding great army standing on their feet, from skeleton to exceeding great army, that is the repositioning power of the move of the spirit. You trust him for repositioning of replenishment, then let him move. Let him move. Let him move. Let him move. He moves to replenish. How do I get the Holy Spirit move? Three things. Take note. Number one, be in the center of the will of God. Let your life be in the center of the desire of God. Holy Spirit does not move according to human desires. He moves according to God's desires. Whatever God is involved in, Holy Spirit moves there. So let your life, whatever you do, wherever you are, let it be ascertained that I'm in the will of the Father. Number two, how do you get him to move? Then you must speak. Christ, speak the word of God. Speak the promises of God. Holy Spirit does not move by your complaint. Holy Spirit does not move by your agitations. Holy Spirit does not move. He moves according to the word of God. When you release God's word to a situation, his assignment is to move into it. That was how God showed us in Genesis 1 and verse 1 to 3. When he moves and God said, he didn't keep quiet. Whenever the Holy Spirit is moving and you are quiet, you waste his movement. When he's moving, speak the word of God. Speak healing. Speak restoration. Speak the promises of God. And you will see. Because his assignment is to execute by movement. And number three, 
when you want to activate the move of the Holy Spirit, you must release your faith. You must not doubt. You must believe that as I speak the word of God, what I am expecting is the result. Don't expect any other thing apart from what you are saying according to the word of God. So be in the will of God. Number two, you must speak the word. Number three, you must operate in faith. Have confidence. Have confidence. Have confidence. Write this down as we rise up. Confidence is the climate in which the Holy Spirit moves. Confidence in Christ. Confidence in the word of God. Confidence in the Holy Spirit himself. I want you to rise up now and lift your two hands unto heaven. I want you to just engage what I have said this morning. I want you to put it into practice now. And just thank him for his move upon your life. Thank him, just thank him, just thank him. And go ahead and give him all the glory. Go ahead and give him all praise. Oh Lord, I thank him. I thank you for giving me the Holy Spirit. I thank you, I thank you, I thank you. I thank you, I adore your name. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you because as I pray now, as I speak now, under the influence of your anointing, Lord, I believe there is going to be the move of the Spirit over every circumstance, over every situation, over whatever that may come my way this week, I receive, I receive, I receive that grace right now for the Holy Spirit to move in the name of Jesus. Now in the next few minutes, maybe two minutes or three minutes thereabout, go ahead right now and speak. Call the Holy Spirit. Ask him to move. Move right now over this situation. Move upon this situation. Move me. Move upon me. Move over my walk. Move over my body. Move over my womb. Move over my health. Move over my children. Holy Spirit, move now. In the name of Jesus. Don't keep quiet. You can pray it out in the spirit. You can pray it out in understanding. Holy Ghost. Move by your power. Move to restore. Move to 